When a Jamaican sprinter is disqualified from the Olympic Games, he enlists the help of a dishonored coach to start the first Jamaican bobsled team. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault, episode 44. I think I'm being usurped. You guys, this week we are talking about the 1993 live action sports film, Cool Runnings. Wagwan, man. Wagwan yourself. You know, they didn't use Wagwan at all in this. They didn't say it at all. I know, guys. It's It's weird because, like, in this movie... Uh, they spoke a lot more English English than their, Jamaican their English. Their accents weren't as thick as I was as I remember them. Are we gonna get into the bobsled team? Are we gonna get into the accent talk already? I mean, we could. Let's do first impressions, then we'll go right into accents because I just I got an accent. Makes word. sense. Um, Andre, what's your first impression of this? First impression, cool, running. cool runnings. Um, oh, the the S, the runnings of cool. Yes, the runnings de cool. Uh. The crazy I, running. <laughs> I, like cool this, I like this movie. It's 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 fun. It's silly. It's uh it's about some underdogs, which is always fun in a sports story. And uh, I don't know. I liked it. It, it I, I think I liked it more when I was a kid than I did up, upon this watching. But uh, but this one has some good stuff in there too. Cool. Good stuff. Michelle, what about you? My first impression. Is I've uh, this is the second time I've watched this movie. I watched it for the first time last year because it was on Netflix, and I watched it when Andre wasn't home, and I lost my mind. And I was like, "This is the best sports movie I've ever seen." That's probably my impression. This is the best sports movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm gonna it's take so it back. Funny. Whoa. Michelle Whoa. texted us and said Whoa. it's the best movie. Like literally in the I text message, it. best movie. And I looked at her like, "Well, I I looked at the phone like best movie." Oh, I thought you were agreeing with me. I thought you were like, yeah, best movie. No. <laughs> no, nah, girl, the, the scratchy chin face is not agreeing <laughs> with <laughs> You know what? It's a great movie. It has a lot of humor that I like. I like. She Louise, likes. first impression of Cool Runnings. Definitely not the best sports movie of all time, <laughs> but it is awesome. I will agree with you in the sense that it is a great movie. What do you think? What's the best sports movie, Lou? Ooh. McFarland, USA. McFarland Land. Not even. McFarland Land. Not McFarland Land. Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Are you talking about uh, (laughs) Invincible? Yeah, Invincible. No. Airbud. No. (laughs) 16. Oh, gosh, guys. I don't know. I'll have to answer by the end of the podcast. I'll let you know. An update coming from Luis. (laughs) Um,. So yeah, accent talk. Let's do it. Uh, Emily's first, first impression. Oh. Rude. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was a movie. It was a movie. You loved it. I I laughed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll I'll give my reservations as as we go on. Yeah. Um, but mostly, it it just followed the script. <laughs> it followed right. like the. Under, I don't even want to call it the underdog script because it right. literally is the script. Yeah. Unfortunately, it, it 
it had it didn't have very much like room f- it didn't deviate at mm-hmm. all from what i expected to happen sure. and so i wasn't like surprised or like excited really because yeah. i i could tell what was going to happen this movie and that is never is me right itself yeah we got there one daddy stand one junior hey jamaica we go to bobsled team sure <laughs> they do <laughs> And speaking of, she's probably going to sing it a couple more times, but like she's been singing this, right? Michelle has been singing this to us for a couple weeks now, but we've heard her do it on the podcast multiple times. So I'm like waiting for this song to pop up in the movie. Then I'm listening. And once they finally sing it, it's not what she's singing. Yeah, because they sing offbeat. Yeah, I don't know. what. (laughs) Honestly, I don't even know what they're singing. But then like I told Michelle today, I was like, dude, I like because Sanka don't know what he's doing. I'm like, I like the version you're singing, but much better than the one they're singing. So, Michelle, you get to write the music moving on. Well, but Hans Zimmer did. Well, he didn't write that song. I know. But the point is, you're doing what Luis did. He's like, oh, what song was it that you like, Lou, in this movie? When they're running and he's going to throw the snowball at face, but then they throw the snowball at him. Yeah, mm. that one. Love bikes. I don't know. <laughs> Love running. <laughs> Runs along. Um, I make Mickey in the Whatever it, it is. Is it songs. Rise Above Rise It? Rise Above yes. It. Yeah. He uh, thought Hans Zimmer wrote that song. No. no. <laughs> Zimmer is not Even I knew that. lock, stock, <laughs> and barrel. Boom. Mickey and the Magical Map song, Cool Running song. I'll just make up my own songs all day. Excuse you. I made up the Mickey and the Magical Map song. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You better get your name off of that credit, homie. Mickey and his Magical Map. He's got a map that's magical. Anyways, Sanka. And I made up the... Sorry, Michelle, you bring the power ballad to this uh, uh, trio, but, you know, Ebs and Andre are the... uh, are the, the lyrical geniuses of <laughs> the music? I bring the I energy. Heard genius. <laughs> I bring the energy. You know what? Truth. Whoa. Let's go into the accent talk. What? I just remembered something, but it's fine. What? Go ahead. Speaking of us making up songs, <laughs> you remember the first time we went to Disneyland together and Louise took a boomerang of us and we're going like, ding, 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 ding. It's funny. That? It's, it's funny <laughs> that you say that because I want you to remember that moment. <laughs> what oh were we doing? God. We were just dancing, but I just want. And you I to was re- singing dung 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 dung. Probably. Oh. I just want you to. Louise said Emily's moon. Pie. Whatever you guys imagined when Michelle said dung 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 dung, that's exactly what we were doing. <laughs> she didn't describe it at all. But sounded like a hoedown. Kind of like it. the hoedown that happened. I guess I'll movie. have to post it now because yeah. there is it's yeah. a thing. Goodness Anyways, continue. how did that have anything to do with what we were just talking about? Because I made it my own song, dung 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 dung, and then I remembered the dance. Continue. <sighs> I'm gonna rub my nose on this. Nubbin. Not my nubbin. No, not the nubbin. <laughs> it's my nubbin. I use the yellow one every week, okay? That's true. <laughs> it's true. It is her nubbin. Even smells like me. Anyways. Okay. Accent accents. talk. Andre, what were you going to say first? And then I'll and then I'll. Give oh, my um, so, friends. okay. When we watched Luke Cage season two, where the bad guy is Jamaican and there are a lot of Jamaican people in that in that story, um, after we watched it. And we, we could not stop doing Jamaican accents. It was yeah, like, we were doing Jamaican accents for like a month. It, it was like very... <laughs> it was the podcast. The listeners remember we did it that's on, right. on, we did it yeah, on, we did. on the podcast. But Cool Runnings, this movie didn't make me want to do a Jamaican accent at all. And in fact, like all of the accents in this movie felt very, very, very toned down in terms of uh, heaviness of accent. Well, Especially from people who are in Jamaica at the time. Yes, know? I have two things to say about that. One is a fact that mm-hmm. I read, Uh-oh. and the other one is my opinion. I'll start with my opinion. So, same. I was ready for, like, 
me to be Jamaicaning for 10 years. I was ready to be on this podcast. <laughs> I was ready to be like, all right, pick me how we're doing. No. Irie. No, I didn't. I didn't want to say anything. Like I just didn't. I just didn't feel the need to get on the Jamaican level. Right. Um. And even at one point, I'm like, Luis, do they have a British accent? Like it just was so. Um, it just. It was almost distracting how non-Jamaican right. they were. Yeah. I don't know if I was really paying attention to it so much because it didn't bug me. I, mean, I don't. I don't think I was like necessarily listening it didn't necessarily like bug me but it 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 struck me by how how less (laughs) how less accented they were than than the than the bad guys from luke Luke cage Cage, yeah Yeah. because i think they were i think they were i think in luke cage they probably went for like the most real dialect that they could possibly right 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 and they they even subtitled it every once in a while but in in this it's a it's a widespread movie that went all over in the world and, and yeah for in 1993 so i think they toned down their accents so that people could understand them well and that's one of the things that i read so here's the fact i guess that i read it said disney wanted a sebastian the crab type jamaican accent mm-hmm. so studio head jeffrey katzenberg insisted to the um i can't say his name <laughs> to the director turtle towel turtle towel thank you that the jamaican accents being used were too difficult to understand originally uh, okay. he told them that unless I got guys to speak English like Sebastian the Crab from The Little Mermaid, I'll basically never work for Disney again, um, the director recalled. Mm. A studio note given to Leon, um, which is Dorisa's character, yeah. was to speak like a Jamaican Aladdin. Hmm. Okay. So okay. unfortunately, mm. I think that we would have gotten something a little bit more real had right. we not gotten that note. But it's funny because had this movie been made now... I think that we would have heard that. Right. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And I think I we would have heard more of the um, <coughs> dialect as well. Not, I mean, like the, 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 the colloquialism. The colloquialism. Colloquialism. Because all we heard, to me, all I heard was just Rasta. Yeah. Like, that's right. the yeah. only word that yeah, I heard. Yeah, mon. Yeah, mon. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mon. Um, so that... It, it only bugged me because I was waiting for something more realistic. Yeah. And that's probably just because we also came fresh off the Luke Cage truth. boat. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. Another Luke Cage b- truth. The you, actor... What? No, never mind. You were talking. Sorry. The actor that plays Yul Brenner is Luke Cage's <laughs> twin. Goodness Hands gracious. down, it's Luke Cage's little brother. Uh, it, they look alike. So I remember when I watched this movie the first time What's last his name? year. name? Mike Coulter? Is that the... Mike Coulter is Luke Cage. Uh, Yul Brenner is Malik Yoba. Okay, well, he has a much better name i like that name that sounds cool it sounds like yoda but it's yoba anyways besides <laughs> the point i saw him come on the screen and i was like you didn't tell me luke cage was in this movie he's like that's not luke cage i was like you're crazy that's luke cage like they look identical Luis and i said the same thing he looks well, i don't know about identical but very close uh, I, I, don't, do. I don't think they look that much alike Nobody asked you. I mean i asked me <laughs> maybe like when you're doing it right there on imdb but like in this his facial hair and like his facial structure and his body. His type. facial hair meaning shaved head, no facial yes. hair. <laughs> yeah, basically. His little goatee. They look alike. Bitty T. Bitty T. All right. Moving on. So, should we talk about our our four our four man bobsled team? How they came to be four men. Go for it. We got one dead east and the one oh junior. Goodness. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. So. Well, that's true. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the east. We got junior. We got Yul Brenner, and we got Shasta. 
Shanka. 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 Oh, you said Santa. <laughs> Whatever. Santa. I said Santa. Santa. <laughs> Shanka, Santa. Okay, we're tired. A, We've I, been Pokemoning all day, guys. I think there okay. was a lot. We line. have not been doing none of the such. <laughs> yes, we were. Oh guys, whatever. Quit lying. We've been Pokemoning. We were yeah, playing. and I everybody mean, caught a ho oh except I, for me and Louise. I mean, I'll be honest. I dragged y'all down that rabbit hole, so it's my fault. But still, don't deny I'm what we've to been stick doing. This nubbin so far up my nose right now. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> now our three okay, listeners so know that we're yeah, playing. Pokemon. We played the mobile game Pokemon Go outside. You know, the saddest part is that we, we played when it first came out. We literally stopped for two years. We meaning three of us at this table. One of us continued, not me. Um, and then that one person convinced us all to download it again. And now here we are. Here we are. But Michelle lost two pounds. Let's do it. Boom. <laughs> lost two pounds in a week. That's what's up. All that walking. So, anywho. So let's get back to the topic at hand. We yeah, were talking no about Pokemon. <laughs> we were talking about the four characters. Yes. So let's start with Darice. And this is based on my very limited knowledge of what happened because we watched it last night and I kind of forgot already. Sure. Darice had a dad. <laughs> <laughs> he had a what? dad. What? He Dur- was born. <laughs> Darice had a dad. He's the leader. <laughs> and he was the leader because he was an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Truth? Yes. yes. So Truth. he was an Olympian. Runner? Sprinter. Yes, sprinter. For the 100 meter, I think. Oh, good for you. I don't yeah. remember what good I just remembering. <laughs> I, I've seen this movie twice now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's got one on Woo. me. So he was an Olympic runner. And this is like my first problem with the film. But because his dad was an Olympian, he too wanted to be an Olympian. Sure. Um, my problem is, is that the depth of these characters is so shallow that I really don't care. Like right. that they want to be like cool for him that his dad was an Olympian. But like. I want to hear about like how it was so ingrained in his family culture and how it like really made yeah. him like want to strive. Not was just like I got a girlfriend. I like to run. My dad was in the Olympics, y'all. Yeah, yeah see, maybe I like this movie because they're just all pretty cute to me. So I was like, yeah, he wants to be an Olympian. Okay, okay. they should have shown Might be like, why I like it. They like, should have shown like his mother or something like that. Yeah, it could have been like a two second thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just did not care that he wanted to go to the Olympics. Right. I mean, like, good for you, kids. So did I. But, yeah. you know, I'm he's, slow. He's and running. He ran through some toilet paper. And then okay. like, he's like, I'm going to the Olympics. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe him as like, you know, a 12-year-old looking at the picture of his dad and then his mom just saying he was a great sprinter. And then 30 seconds. That's all you need yeah. right there. I'm going to take it back to it. Space Jam. It was like a two-second, I believe I can fly. Right, yeah. And then, like, boom, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Right? Yeah. Had a montage <laughs> of Michael Jordan stuff. That <laughs> might be the best sports movie. <laughs> <laughs> taking it back. I'm taking it back, y'all. <laughs> that was a great movie. Ooh, anyways. You're right. That is the best movie. I'm, and too bad we can't talk about right? that movie on this podcast. Welcome to the Space Jam. Dang. Oh, and there's so much. Pump to- up the jam. <laughs> Pump it up. That song is not in that movie. Yeah, I know. No, it's not. No, I, I think I, it is. No, I think it's, it's not. I had the soundtrack. Oh. I was the only white kid with that song. <laughs> <laughs> I rocked it. The song Coolio was on there like. No, no, Coolio sang the song. Fun fact, I never saw that movie at all until two years ago when it was at a special showing in the theater and Andre took me, and it was dope. (laughs) It's a dope movie. Awesome. Anywho, moving back. Besides the point, cool runnings. (laughs) Betty's. So, yes. So... That's like my like that's one of my main problems with this movie. But anywho, okay. so Darice wants to be the Olympian. He's right. like the super dedicated one. A runner. And then yes. Then you have Santa. Sanka. Sanka. Sanka <laughs> my favorite. Sanka is also my favorite. <laughs> he sounded like you. And Sanka. Sanka is I'm like, the fastest push card king of the 
the whole island or whatever. So, yeah. Like. So, he actually is pretty, ath- or at least smart. He's athletic in his own way. Yeah. Um, Jamaicans, apparently, at least in this part of the island, do push cart, which actually, that was like my favorite part which of the Which is movie. actually uh, true to when we get into what the story's based on. I thought maybe they had like made up push cart racing, mm-hmm. but it's like a real thing in Jamaica. Yeah. yeah. And like, I they think that's super cool because yeah. like... It really is bobsleds with with wheels, with wheels. Yeah. but On it land. reminds me of like slot car racing just with people, which yeah. is super yeah, cool because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's more like what we would do here in, mm-hmm. in the United States. Uh-huh. Um, but anywho, I thought that was super freaking cool. So he's he's the push cart champion of Jamaica, pretty yeah. much. So good for him. <laughs> and then we have Yule Brenner. Is that his Yule name? Brenner. Yule Brenner. Yule Brenner. He's and the one that looks like Luke Cage. Yes, he's also a runner. <laughs> Um, and he, we don't, another problem, we don't, we get literal zero backstory on him. Yeah. Zero. Like, we, we know nothing hey, about him. I know he wants to live in Buckingham Palace. He had no idea and that's he, what it was, and though. he doesn't, <laughs> we just know he wants to get off the island, <laughs> and his plan to get off the island was to become an Olympian. Right. Yeah. Which I'm cool with all that, mm-hmm. but why? Like, I don't care if I don't know why. You know what I mean? Gotta get out of Jamaica. He's tired of all that sunshine. You know what? He does say, he, he points out, he basically says that. He wants to get out because everybody in Jamaica is just satisfied with, you know, um, the status quo, uh, just satisfied with sitting by the beach. I don't know exactly the terms he used, but it equates to drinking coconut juice and not doing much. And he wanted wanted more for himself. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? I would have been okay with Buckingham Beach. Yeah. I know. Well, he's going for like two extremes. Like (laughs) you want to live in paradise or you want to live in with the queen queen. So I don't know. But whatever. So there's him and he is. The most most athletic, I would say, like maybe not most athletic, most fit, sure, most strong. He's like the quote unquote, like not bad guy of the movie. Like he's like the, he's cool. the bad boy. Yeah, the bad boy. There we go. Like, he's sure. gonna punch people out in the bar. And oh like yeah, that kind of girls guy. were swooning over him yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then the last one is Junior. Junior. Who we get the most backstory on. Right, we do get the most backstory, but it's funny because we meet Junior and Yule. Time. At the same time, um, at the qualifying race where Cutie Patootie, what's his name? Darice? Darice wants to become the Olympian, so he has to f- pretty much win this final yeah, race Yeah, I think they're taking, like, the top three. Right. You know, right. So um, it's very cute because Darice is standing, like, to the right. Junior's standing in the middle, like, next to him. And he's like, oh, my gosh, Darice, it's so nice to meet you. Like, so cool. Like, shakes his hand and is like, good race. Like, it's so nice. I hope we both get on the team. And then Yule is on the other side of Junior. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I love who Yule. actually. I think he had the best accent. He did. Yeah. Yule, Yule yeah, was the so. most believable, yes. even though I feel like he looked the least Jamaican. Sure, but whatever. Right. He yeah. he definitely looked more Americanized, which I feel like. like Junior was like straight up from Jamaica. Like everything yeah, about yeah, but the him way he dressed me. was so nerdy. My goodness. Truth. <laughs> so anywho, they go to run this qualifying race. They all want to be. They're the sprinters. They want to be the mm. Olympic runners. And they go to start running, and it's actually very comical. They're <laughs> running, and Dorisa's totally, like, for sure going to win. Yeah. Like, Dorisa's got this. He's going, going, going. And Yule's there, too. I mean, he, he's doing pretty well. <laughs> and then Junior <laughs> trips and trips falls mm. and trips all three of them. He hits them both in the legs, <laughs> and they all go down, and it's very upsetting. And so none of them literally <laughs> go to the Olympics yeah. because they're all down. Only got to wait four more years to try <laughs> again. No big deal. No biggie. Um, so we, we, start, we start this movie with them all being very upset. <laughs> Yule's upset at Junior. Yeah. Junior's upset at himself. 
and he feels like his father doesn't appreciate him, which yeah. I'm cool with that. Like yeah. that backstory was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Darice is just he's wanting not to giving f- up. No, he. Oh lord, he's getting into the Olympics. He is the Energizer freaking bunny man. He is going to do what he <laughs> got yeah. to do. So take over. Oh, um, that was that was the bre- that was starting the. Okay, so from there he goes to talk to the guy that got his dad into the Olympics. Is that right? Is that who that guy was? He's basically mm-hmm. like the the Olympic liaison or yeah, something like that. Like captain, he's he, like the uh, uh, yes, Luke. He is the Olympic commissioner. There so you basically, go. he kind of he's uh, uh, as far as the Olympic governing body goes for each country. He's like the president. Gotcha. And he orga- he basically organizes all the events. He gets the money from the government to send them over and all that. He's stuff. a very important man, and that's why his hair is so nice and white. He's like the emba- he's like the embassy of Jamaica for Olympics, yeah. and, and that's why he was uh, British. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of accents, <laughs> like British accent. Um, well, that makes more sense because I literally was like, Luis, he has a Jama- I mean, he has a British accent. He's like, no, he doesn't. Basically, the well, com- he yes. is Jamaican, FYI. So yeah. Oh yeah, of Sorry. course. So the commissioner is like, we can't do a rematch, even though you got tripped. And then um, he sees a picture of his dad on the wall with Doris. Mm-hmm. Sees a picture of his dad on the wall with another man, and he asks, "Like, who is that? Who is this man?" And he talks about it's a bobsledder That's who had this Irving Blitzer, who had this crazy idea Which that worst Jamaicans <laughs> would make a great reindeer. bobsled team because of their fast sprint time. So mm-hmm. bobsledding, you have to sprint to get the the bobsled bob to go. So he's saying Jamaicans have really quick times that they would be able to be quick, mm-hmm. you know? And he's like, well, I'm going to go do that. I mean, if you kind of like break down the, the mechanics of it, it makes perfect sense. If you ask me only because, um, runners are going to have strong legs yeah, and if for, to get that sled moving, in my opinion, you need to have more strong legs than upper body. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, for then sure. they're, they're all, and you need to be fast and they're runners. So once they're, bodies are actually in the sled they're they're fairly slim and small and and lighter well and the sprinting part i think is really important because it's not like you're like they don't need long distance endurance they literally just need to get up and go and be done yeah five seconds on this track like let's get it and like you said i mean they're very each one of them and i don't mean to like sexualize it at all but like when they end up in their suits like there's not one ounce of fat on any of those bodies like they're all lean Olympians. You can tell that they're oh, not. Well, yeah, even, runners have a lean Even muscle. Sanka, the push cart king. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sanka was like a twig, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm frozen. Um, <laughs> so Sanka was Andre. So I'm there. Uh, Seriously, you are kind of Sanka. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I identify with Sanka heavy. In even this, though he was my movie. least favorite character in this what? movie. <laughs> he was my favorite best. probably because he's like Andre. we're the whole crew. He's Sanka. Mm-hmm. Michelle, I believe you're Junior. What? You're, You're gonna Darius, tell me I'm and I'm Yul Brenner. Mm. Why did I get to, Well, I was going to say I was Yul Brenner. No? You think I'm Darius? Darius? Darius. Darius. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's Yul Brenner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old man negative. Because he's always Why yelling at junior, junior over here. Get, rich. No, it's because he's always yelling at you. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no. <laughs> but, you know what? But, but they end up being very good friends. Here, here is, is, here is I, where I identify with the fact that, that was hilarious. Luis is Yule and I'm Junior. When they're in the bar and he's like, who do you see? And he's like, oh, wow, you see that about me? Like, that's totally me. Oh. As so he like, bragged. 
I see power. I see, power. I see a badass mother who don't get no crap on nobody. <laughs> that was actually the best part yeah. of this yeah. whole movie. I can great. see Louise psyching me up like that. Like, come on, Michelle. You, got it. <laughs> you a badass mother. I was like, okay. don't take no crap off of nobody. Off of nobody. Nah, I meant I, the, my explanation <laughs> for you being junior was more geared towards like, you know, um, you, you have the same you have the same like outlook on life on you're going to do you. Okay, and you are like um, basically it's almost like the innocence of going to do you despite what people say or anybody else holding you back. You know, oh. trying to hold you back. That's see, he's why. pumping you up. Yeah, just like your what do I you. See? You know what I, I see? I see pride. <laughs> <laughs> I see power. <laughs> I see one bad A Pokemon master. Oh, Lord, we're back. The Pokemon master she's of the, the Hoto region. Pokemon's back the on Pokemon the podcast. master rasta. No, oh. she's the she's the shiny master. <laughs> but we'll move on from that. Um, so Doris Feel goes that to... Feel that I'm... <laughs> Get on up. It's Pokemon time. Oh, my God. I hate my life so much. So, Doris goes to I meet up with life. Irving Blitzer. Uh, he finds him at, like, a dive bar. Yeah. And yeah, like, betting on mm, horse races and stuff. I wouldn't. That's not a dive bar. That's, well, like, that's it, a cockroach I'm sure, bar. I'm sure, it's a, it, I'm sure it's a nice bar, but he's there in the middle of the day. So betting on horse races. <laughs> by well, virtue of it being light outside and he's at a bar, billiard sticks. Then, uh, then it's a dive bar. I would say, though... That if I was in Jamaica, I would totally go to that bar. Like, it was sure. a cool-looking place. Oh, for sure. But he was not a cool-looking dude. I would not be friends he with him. He should not be in that bar in Jamaica. I don't even know why he's in Jamaica. Because he's disgraced. Yeah. He couldn't even show his face in the United States anymore. Yeah. But, okay, here's my next problem with this movie. John Candy. John Candy. <laughs> See, I don't really know who John Candy is. You haven't seen any John Candy movies? I don't think he's besides uh, this movie. You ever hear The Candyman? No. They named it after him. The Candyman can. Really? No. That's no. Not, I think we're not, talking about different types right of Candyman. Uh, um, my problem with him is that I guess it works. And I, this is what I told Luis last night. I guess it works for this movie. Mm-hmm. But when I look at his face, it reminds me of everything he plays in this movie. Right, yeah. Like a big old cheater. Yeah. Who, <laughs> oh, see, I, who's <laughs> like... Trying to get back into good graces, but I was kind of waiting for him to slip up the whole time. Like, I was waiting for him to like do something to slip up again. You know, uh, yeah, w- they didn't really address it that. Well, much. at one point they they mentioned that he that he cheated, and and so then from there you go on like a like oh wow why did he do that or how did he do do it or whatever. You kind of think that's where the story's going to take you. And then and then he he confesses to to the guys he tells them yeah. exactly what he did and why he did it and stuff like that but you're right i was expecting him to like load their bobsled with uh with metal or whatever to make it go faster or, yeah. or what have you or like at the at the very last race when the bobsled is like falling apart i was like did John Candy do that to, to these guys? Why? That's not going to help them win. See, when the, the bobsled, when the bobsled apart, started falling apart i thought maybe the swiss had done it Right, that, that yeah. one dude. They had taken out their army knives. Hey, <laughs> you guys realize the Swiss had nothing to do, no interaction with them. You're thinking about the, about the East Germans. Oh, the East German. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. And by the way, I, I don't know. Help me out, someone East out Germans, there. Man, but evil. G- given the history, not in general, but like in this Jamaica. Movie. You're but, not in Jamaica. But <laughs> you sound like Heimlich. <laughs> That's exactly. You all look like little ants from down there, Jamaica. You know, Luis is talking. You guys, please. Wow, talking. that's the first time Lu- she has ever <laughs> stopped. Girl. He put me up. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, the colors are way off. East Germany, I don't believe, would be that baby blue. 
Look it up for me, Andre. During the Cold War era, I don't think they'd be that baby blue. Look at Louise being an all-time history major. It's 1987. So it's still Cold War era. Soviet Union still has somewhat influence in East (laughs) Germany. I thought this was supposed to be the 1998 Winter Olympics. No, 1988. Oh. Yes. Um, so the East German that would make more sense at the 1988 Winter Olympics. Uh, they were wearing blue. Are they? Yeah, but it's not. You're right. It's not as light as. Uh, but you know what? Look at Louise. Snow deserves a baby blue as a snow sport. Baby blue is a great color. Well, that would be make no, perfect sense. But they do it based on their country. Yeah, they do no. it based off of their country. You know what I mean? Like uh, USA always has red, white, and blue. Jk. USA. Usa. But yeah, so when I click East Germany at the 1988 Summer... Oh, Summer Olympics. No, it's winter. My the winters. winters. What did they have? Summer and winter? No, 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 they have no, a no, summer and winter year? Olympics. No, but their colors would all be pretty similar. So, okay. I just <coughs> thought they would be more like Soviet well, Union. Yeah, so on uh, what uh, the thing that I clicked, East Germany at the 1988 Winter Olympics, it has their flag as uh, gold, red, and black. You know? Like the German, the German flag, and not no, no blue. Telling you because it's a winter sport. They were like, yeah, "Are you sure?" Baby blue. <laughs> uh, like also according according to the go. picture on this Wikipedia article, yes, I am sure. <laughs> but um, <Anyways. laughs> when Wikipedia says it, it's true. But in terms of being sure, sure, no, I'm not sure at all. Continuing on the whole the whole problem with this concept that Irving has is that there ain't no snow in Jamaica for them to practice. There's no ice. There's no snow. How are they going to practice? But it, well, the thing that he made them that they're practicing on looks like a pig pen on wheels. Is what yeah, it, looks, it like. looks almost like they did, like took a trough. Yeah, like a pig trough. And yeah. then they put wheels on it and then had them jumping in. It and was ridiculous. <laughs> it's funny because if this were true, if that were like super accurate to mm-hmm. what happened, then that's hilarious. That well, they were able to do that with what they had. I shall get into that because that part is very accurate really? to what happened. Yes. I researched the real story all last night. I was watching interviews. Oh, okay. Because well, I, I, I read some stuff that said it wasn't very accurate. So well, no. It's, it, it, it ain't, it's not accurate in the in fact Bobby that they you. made like this fun movie. Oh, yeah, yeah But yeah. like a lot of the things that did happen in this movie like are true. Like mm. the way they trained and, and stuff like that. Oh, cool. And well, then that makes also, me happy. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but at the end of the movie when they crash, Mm-hmm. That was real footage, at right? Some right, and it's from funny because you could tell. Well, and that's it's funny that you say that because when we first started watching it, like, and the thing was coming apart, I was like, okay, so they're gonna crash. Like, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see where the movie goes from yeah. there. And when that started happening, like, and you could see the uh, you could tell the footage. Actually, for some reason, I would had I couldn't really. It, I it, could tell it looked like fuzzy. No, the, yeah, they do it very well because like they they. They cut to like the the inside of the bobsled falling apart. They cut to the guys inside kind of freaking out a little bit, and then they cut out yeah. to the wide shot of the bobsled going down the hill. But it's all footage from 1988, so they kind of frame it as if like, oh, in the movie, this is just like what everyone in Jamaica is watching on yeah, TV. That's it's what it's yeah. them sliding At down. First, I but thought it that. is real footage, but very it cuts smooth, in very well. Yeah, it was very smooth. Well, maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was real footage when I watched the movie, but then when I watched the interviews and sure. videos of the crash, I was like, oh my gosh, it looks like, and I was like, oh, it is the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they use the real footage. Well, I thought was great. Oh, Peeps, I think that's fantastic. Did you see the guy who literally had his, his head like right above the top of oh, the ice? I was the, like, the, yep. how the was his spine brutal. not broken? Yeah. It's well, and it's, I don't mean to be funny, but like in the beginning of the movie when they're trying to recruit the Jamaicans and literally John Candy, I can't ever remember his name, Blitzen, Blitzer, Blitzer, 
um, Irving. you know, freaking Irving. <laughs> he's up there, and he's like, pretty much you're gonna die, yeah. like as a bobsledder. He's like, you don't, cr- you don't, uh, your bones don't break when you crash in a bobsled. They. Shatter. They shatter. Yeah. And thought, every Jamaican leaves. I thought that was a little dramatic, but when you lo- watch that scene, I'm surprised that that gentleman yes. still has a neck. Yeah. Yep. I don't know which one it was, but like. How the heck oh did they get God. up? Well, it was, and, it, was, it, was like, it was like all of them because like the, the, the bobsled like tips over onto on the side. side and they're sliding along and their like heads are like yeah. just sliding along the ice on the, on the side of it. I was like, those helmets are working oh, well, very well. Well, helmets, but think about the neck strength that takes to keep like. Because I mean, if you if you had like a really flimsy neck, I feel like you're getting like shot backwards. Yeah. Yes, you guys can't see what we're doing, but we're all like taking our <laughs> yeah, whiplash over oh, here. Yeah, breaking our so, necks. So, um, getting into like what what actually happened since we're on this the crash thing. So yes, this crash was real, and at the you know after the crash, they get up, they pick up the bobsled, and they walk to the finish line. And FYI, so, six hundred pound bobsled. Right, I was like, they did, picking it up. The actual like the actual mm-hmm. bobsledders from Jamaica, they did get out. Like the paramedics came, they got out of the bobsled, and they pushed their bobsled all the way to the finish line. That's so they I, did do that. They didn't pick it up. They pushed it all the way very slowly and deliberately. Like they took their time walking very, very slowly and people, they were the underdogs and people absolutely love them. They had a record. Jamaica has a bobsled team. It's a real song. Um, so they were very extremely popular. The they shirts that shirts. they wear, you know how they're like, mm-hmm. look at these shirts. The symbol on it is the same symbol as the real shirts that they made. That's too like, cool. Like they were extremely popular in the U.S. and stuff. So they actually, thank, thank Lord, they really didn't break their necks in real life, people. But they well, did finish. Well, and it's funny because I did expect them to um, push it. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to yeah, pick it right. up. Pick it yeah. up. Come I, on. That to me, and I, I'm not upset about it. Not like I'm not going to say that's like a major plot point for me, but. Unrealistic. I, I, well, you think about that, just, I know, uh, that was the, I thought it was unrealistic because I thought to myself is. like they would have been in, but in, in some ways they would have been in so much pain. But then I guess adrenaline wise, like sometimes you can do like mass feats when sure. you're like in so much. Yeah. Whatever. And also, hey, there's ice everywhere. This is and also, hey, like. Put it on your neck. Take a chunk on your back. The, yeah. the lane and put it on your neck. Exactly. Bed. It's all right there. I just thought they wouldn't pick it up because aren't there like, um. On the bottom, isn't it sharp? I like think that a, broke off because that's what I was looking oh. at. I think that part of like the bobsled fell off, and also, uh, and so I think like that's what they were resting. Like sh- right, yeah, yeah. The blades. Yes, there you go. I think that they were resting the broken blade part on their shoulder because mm. I didn't see blades when they picked it up. Yeah. Okay. Because mm. I'm like that would be so that's dangerous. What I told Louise too. I know. Pick it up with these blades <laughs> just on them. You know, <laughs> they're Jeez. all gonna have their left and right shoulders just, just chopped crazy. off. Well, basically. Um, so the ending's pretty accurate besides picking up, you know, a bladeless bobsled. <laughs> but um, Blitz, Irving Blitzer mm-hmm. is the coach in this one. Um, what actually happened was that there was two businessmen in Jamaica that were watching push cart racing. And then they realized that they would probably be good at bobsledding since it's pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think push cart racing would be fun. I'd probably do that. Heck yeah. I would yeah. never bobsled, but I would probably do push cart racing. Like that a is a bit daunting because if you pay attention, the steering wheel is all the way in the back. And then that means that the wheels. Yeah. I mean, what I'm trying to say is when you are turning that the, the fact that most of the bodies in front of you makes it to where you're going to turn crazy I with the slightest that, touch. I assume that, that the wheel turns the back wheels. 
And that's why the yeah. driver's in the back. No, but even then, you're more likely to lose control because most of the weight sure. is in the front what going does that downhill. Why is the kid on the front of the car? Oh. I didn't understand the purpose of the child. Oh, yeah, I don't even Wait. know. Maybe to balance it because, like I said, most of the weight is probably in the front. They couldn't have just weighted the front. Why do they have to have a human child <laughs> hey, on kid. the front? <laughs> it's fun. You're I, don't know. Be the first one to I fly would do it. I don't want to drive it, but I want to be the one sitting in it like, woo! Yeah. He's sitting on it. Just for fun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. Hanging on. The point is, these two businessmen thought that Jamaicans could also be good at bobsledding. But they tried to recruit people and nobody wanted to do it. So didn't they recruit them from the army? They recruited <laughs> them from the Air Force. From the Air Force. Yeah, Truth. not 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 actual um, sprinters. He said, come learn this, make your country proud. They started training in September, the four men that they recruited from the Air Force. And the race, the Olympics, was in February. Right. So they literally had been doing it for five months, maybe, before they went to the Olympics. Which is insane to me. Like, I can't even imagine training for a sport in five months at an Olympic level, like you have to be pretty athletic yeah. to well, be and able I mean, to do that. I understand that like military men are going to be athletic, but like that's another level of athletic. Right. That's completely like, different. Yeah. Crazy. So really they did um, the interview that I was watching. They showed this dirt track, which was like a push cart racing mm-hmm. track. That that's what they would practice on with not like the trough thing, but it w- almost looked like those football things that they run into and push. Oh um, yeah. Like at training. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of looks like that, but they, that's what they would practice the bobsledding on, and they still have that training facility in Jamaica, and those four guys still, you know, do. Um, they're very involved in the training and that's things like that. Cool. So that's how they train in Jamaica, and they also trained in Austria and New York. So oh. they did yeah. go to snow before they went to Canada. But um, that's just insane <laughs> to when me. They, when they got to Canada, they also didn't actually have a bobsled. Like yeah, they actually did not have a bobsled. When and they there. went and got a practice bobsled. That's insanity. And then just... <laughs> and kind know. of fabulous all at the same time. Yeah. Like so there were things that were accurate like that. And then also interesting, I found, like, there was the four guys. One of them got hurt and hurt his shoulder. And the the Olympics was in three days. So they put his brother in. Because <gasps> his brother came to watch? Because his brother came to watch and support. And they were like, well, we want to still compete. So his brother said, I'll do it. Trained for three days before the Olympics and then did the race. Boom. That's insane. Can you imagine? I'm just going to say it like, go Jamaicans. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, some that's, that's some commitment for your country. some kind of stick-to-itiveness. Like, good for you. It's so every wild. four years, they have done the four-man bobsled and the two-man bobsled. I think the only year they didn't compete was 2010. Mm. I'm not sure what happened that year, but there wasn't any data for that year. So maybe they just didn't go that year. But um, they have yet to win a medal. So, like, the, the three or the four guys, the real... Bob Sledders in the interview were like, well, it's not over yet. That's why we're so involved in the training because we haven't won a medal. Like, we're still trying to win, which I think is so cool. But they said all of the fun of this movie. Okay, that's Disney vibe. But there are facts that are accurate to it, which I like. Like, character backgrounds and stuff like that. None of that is them at all. And apparently, too, like... You know, this movie really does depict them as outcasts, but apparently, like, they, no, they were, were very so well, warmly welcomed. Yeah. Welcomed. Everyone loved them. They were the underdogs. Everybody loves a good underdog, right? Yeah. So they had the shirts. People were wearing the shirts. People had the song, which was on a record, which I think is so funny. You mm-hmm. can, like, look it up. It's, like, an actual record, and it was, like... Jamaica got a bobsled team. Maybe that's... Well, it didn't sound like that, but that's basically what it was. Well, and I wonder... It, it was interesting... This is like a different little part on on that same train. Mm-hmm. I get that like that the whole bobsledding sport was against John Candy's character, right? Yes. Because he like had the, cheated. Right. The 
board. Yeah, like yeah. the board and and the um the other coaches and stuff like that. The coaches and the what can I I'm gonna call him a referee. It's not a referee. What is it? Oh, that the tower dude. Yeah, so like yeah. He's everyone old was coach. quote unquote against him. But like it kinda it, to me I felt like there was more animosity than just that. And they almost hit on it, but I can't really tell like if that was an underlying fact or not. Because John Candy when he goes into um so so they got disqualified, right? Even mm-hmm. though they, they made they the made the time. They made the time that they were supposed to in their qualifying. But they got disqualified. Um and he runs into the meeting and is like I know I messed up, but you should still let them be in there. Mm-hmm. And then they all are it's like it's an odd animosity in the room. And then they see he says something about like, what, do you have a problem with like four, four black, black guys, guys yeah. in a bobsled? Mm-hmm. And nobody really says anything. And then you kind of think to yourself, like, okay, now where are we gonna go in like a like are we kinda gonna go in a like a race issue yeah, kind of which direction? I thought but that then as well. They said it and then they moved right on. Yeah. It's like yeah. if you say it, like I at least wanna hear like a no, it's because we hate you. You're right, yeah. Uh, and I like, assume or, they were just like, yeah, it's a little bit of that and a little bit you of that. You know what I mean? Like, you. they didn't even address it. <laughs> right. Like, if that's what it was, mm-hmm. like, if you're going to go that route, then go that route. You can't just, like, say it and then, like, pretend then like out. it didn't happen. Yeah. And then I, I, at that moment, I I told Andre, too, like, oh, maybe that's why they weren't so well. Like, because if you think about countries where there's snow, it's usually European. So, like, to have four Jamaicans on a bobsled team is so so weird so that's where i was like okay well that's probably right, where this animosity is coming from but you're right they don't address it <laughs> which i would have been and i don't want to say i would have been okay with racism that's not what right, i'm saying no, but, but like i would have been okay with them exploring that had they gone that way but it just was a little weird like yeah they they throw mean? in and that that east german dude it kind of plays into it too like he's just he's he's a bully yeah right but he was the worst but like he's only bullying the jamaicans so he could easily be like a huge racist but they don't they don't he never says anything that's overtly racist right. but he's just singling out the jamaican guys you know so it's it, it, i think i think what ended up happening is that like you know this is a pg disney yeah. movie from 1993 yeah. they didn't want to tackle a bunch of race issues in this movie especially if in the real story there wasn't necessarily that kind of no there racism wasn't. happening that was written down, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I fully, well, be- from, I fully from, believe that they experienced some racism oh, I'm in sure Canada. They did, but from the Jamaicans, like, the the point that they were saying we were actually like very welcomed, like people. It sure. would have been Rooting nice for us. It would have been nice then for them to have just stuck to two points. You're the underdog. You shouldn't be here. You mm-hmm. know nothing about the sport. Right. Like, like almost in a like, like and I don't mean this in a. Like, I believe this because I think it's freaking cool that they did this. But, like, you're disrespecting our sport by coming here and not knowing anything about right, it. Right, yeah. And <laughs> then, and we hate your coach, so yeah. we hate you. So we hate Because yeah. if they had, like, stuck to those two points, then I would have been cool with it. Because right. then I understand where the animosity is coming from. But when it's, like, kind of racist, kind of right. not, I kind of don't like your face, I kind of hate you. Like, yeah. And then, like, weird. the first couple times they race, the announcers are like, these guys, they don't know anything. They're just stupid Jamaicans. Is just a bunch of dummies. It's like, wait, why are you saying that I, specifically? Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. The East German guy was kind of a meathead, kind of right. had zero brains in his head. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, that would have been nice weird to hear, too. Because um, the the guy, the tower dude, you know how he's like, okay, the qualifying time was 1-2, and now he's saying you have to be under 1. Right. Things like that. When Or just the board, where like the coach has to go and talk to them. Right. Stuff like that used to happen. I, For those of our listeners that don't know, I was a competitive gymnast for like 15 years. Happened every single meet. Like I remember being a 
Tumblr. And it's by levels, not by age at this time period that I was competing, where I was seven years old competing against 15-year-olds. And so the coaches thought it wasn't fair because I was better than them. And so I would get like 8.0 and all the other people would get 9 when I probably should have gotten a way higher score. And my coach would have to walk over to all the judges and be like, you're being discriminatory and blah, blah, blah. So the fact that some of them like moved down a level so that they didn't have to compete against me. Like things like that, See, like it's, and that's, that's where crazy. I took it. Like, that's where I kind of thought the movie was going was on that level. Yeah. And even like coaches we had, like some of them were really hard. Some of them were like getting to Olympic levels. So like, depending on who your coach is, the judges and all of that community will like judge your scores differently. Cause I would go to some meets where I'm like, Ooh, great. These judges really like me. And they, I would score higher, whether it was my performance or not necessarily which is ridiculous right. if you that's think how about it, it is though oh yeah and For i don't sure. doubt it even when you watch the olympics now like i can be watching olympic gym- gymnastics and i'm like that girl nailed it and she got like a i know the point system's different right. now where i'm like oh no 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 right. mm-hmm. so then and they'll they'll check the judges every now and then but it, it's crazy oh i'm sure conspiracies well i mean and think about it i mean that kind of stuff happens in everyday life so yeah. of course it's going to happen especially in at the highest competitive level of sports. competitive mm-hmm. sports yeah yeah i got yeah. a lot of hate because i was good real young and all the older <laughs> gymnasts didn't like it they didn't Everybody like it they didn't like it talk about my life i was good at stuff people hated me it's mm. cool sometimes i'm good at stuff <laughs> just sometimes like pokemon and i'm good at that so people let's talk like about me, and i think that's because i was mediocre like at stuff um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like you. I like you too. No, no, he's talking about like in high school. Yeah. Oh, okay. people liked him because he was mediocre. Were yeah. you good at hacky sack? No. No. Oh. I hated Awful. when people played that. <laughs> yeah, it was so the worst. Bad. So let's talk about until he started singing. Then people were like, "Oh, that's right. That's oh, exactly what happened. You can you can sing mm-hmm. now." And it was funny too because I remember when that moment happened. Y'all were like sitting. Were we seniors? Because you only joined yes, in, the I, last I year, huh? only in the last year. All right. So we like we're in choir. We're getting ready for like our musical show because we would have like our normal choir concerts and then we would have like mm-hmm. our like our pop pop popular show. Sure. Our, <laughs> our popular music show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dance entertainment, y'all. Yeah, for the and whole student body. <laughs> Andre. I don't know if he auditioned in front of everyone or if he just got the part in front of everyone. He goes to sing it for the first time. And this is a song from Greece, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. He goes and he goes to sing it. And everyone, every single person turns around and looks at him and is like, God damn! <laughs> 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 Everyone turns their head like cranes yeah. looking at him. And I even thought to myself like, swoon. <laughs> I was like, oh, you better swoon the other way, oh woman. Oh my God. Girl, I... was 18-year-old swooning. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... I 17 You know, it still <laughs> happens at his comedy shows when he sings like on stage. There's always a... There's always some girls that are like, Woo! Like in the back, and I'm like, "Hey, you better comment." It was just so funny because Andre's cool points went up like so many points. I was I was like famous for like two weeks. (laughs) Somebody told me they'd buy my album, so I got to make them an album. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a ten year old offer. He's still waiting to cash in on. Yeah, that is hilarious. I'm crying. (laughs) I was as famous as the four bobsledders in Cool Runnings. Asanka. He, he's going to get his pictures on the Wheaties box. Oh, Lord. Okay, can we talk about... Oh, that was funny. The Wheaties box <laughs> thing. Box. So and then he's John like, the Wheaties. Wheaties box, I'll be alone, right? He's like, no, you're going to be next to me. <laughs> you want to know why that's so funny? Is because that's the only cereal I eat. Really? No, seriously. The only cereal I eat. And it's always some random... Um, like, some random athlete that right. I literally have never heard of. Yeah. Right now... I don't eat cereal. <laughs> The old, right now, the athlete that's on there is the dude that played the old dude in the basketball movie. 
what? The dude that played you the old pull dude the in the back <laughs> from <laughs> Uncle Drew. Is yes, that? Yeah, yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Uncle, Uncle Drew. Drew. Yeah, and, so random. And to um, clarify for all the sports fans out there, it is random to Emily because we don't really keep up with sports in our household. So right. they're like famous golfers and all these people. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> You're right, right. Louis. Household, we do not like sports except soccer. Truth. Right. <laughs> that kind of so, turned into a Hispanic accent. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Soccer. mean for it to. It just did. <laughs> wow. No, you, that was not good. That was Anyways. not. He, he, you know what he was trying to do? No, what was that? He was trying wow. to go. He was trying to go. Wow. <laughs> I was not trying oh, to do wow. the Owen of Owens. <laughs> oh, he was trying to Owen Wilson? Yeah, he was. That was not Owen Wilson. Morning. So. My question I will pose for you, and we can do a we can do a round table, even though it's a rectangle table. We sit in that. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favorite bobsledder from Son- this movie? Sanka. Sanka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Emily said no. Who's your favorite? Why, why is he your favorite? Can you have funny. a funny? Uh, Sanka. <laughs> Sanka is the funniest dude in this movie. Um, yeah, he all of all almost all of his lines are, are are very good. The moment where they first get to Canada and they look outside but they don't walk outside and he goes back in and very quickly puts all of his clothes on and his duffel bag <laughs> he on. Puts on every Andre jacket he was has. dying. And, he puts on and his the duffel bag. bag. <laughs> Sanka, what you smoking? I'm just breathing. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, I like I like Sanka the best. Um, it's funnier it's when we talk relief. about it than I think it's because I didn't like his voice. His voice bothered me. didn't like his little voice that's all high like this. It's supposed to be comical, right? It was not You think Jamaican. he's doing that voice on purpose? I, I hope that's not his real voice. It was awful. Like, <laughs> ugh. It, it literally was like nails on a It's uh, It's shrill. He's, he, has a, yes. he has a shrill voice, but I, I find it funny. I find it funny. He's very funny. <sighs> yeah. He did have the funniest lines. He in puts the, an in egg in his pants, okay? His lucky egg. He got a lucky egg. It was rubber. Which is good. I don't know if, like, not in real. It was supposed to be a real egg. Right. But it was rubber. So. I I came up with the idea that it was a, a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> I <laughs> thought Bro, it would have gone, like, rotten so much quicker, I think. That's true. But if he kept the really? shell intact the entire time, would he have ever would Heck, he have yeah, you can smell it. Have you not was a rock found egg. all of the eggs at Easter? <laughs> no. It Dude. Was, it was a rock egg. Don't. <laughs> a rock egg? <laughs> yeah, it's a rock. That's shaped like an egg. Nah, peeps. You know what? That would have been a better option. Hey, if if you don't Does he keep run it pants? through cool water, yeah. I think it, the egg gets solidified almost like. Oh, like on its own? Yeah, like I don't think you'd be able to crack it. No, no, I don't think you'd be able to crack it. Who was your favorite, Lou? Um, Darius. 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 Darius is my favorite for sure. Oh, my God. Why, Lou? He's so optimistic, man. Like, oh, and, and he never Therese. gives up, you know, yeah. he never gives up. And it's like, man, if I had if I had his mojo, I probably would have, you know, played college soccer or something. You know what I mean? Right. I really appreciate Just would have kept going. Push it to the limit. Push mm. it to the limit. Do I have a favorite? Mm. The bobsled? Oh. <laughs> the janky bobsled that they get. Hey, once they, the um, once they painted it, it was a pretty... It was Smooth. Tallulah? Tallulah. <laughs> oh, that scene. <laughs> He's that like, that sounds terrible. like a two-cent. What did he say? Hooker? Yeah. Two-cent hooker? Two-cent hooker. Like, Tallulah's my mother's name. Tallulah's all right. Okay, we'll do Tallulah. That was cool. And they named it Cool Runnings. I kind of liked Junior. 
I, like yeah. Junior was was comic relief too. Sure. Because every single time they're in their training, he's the one falling. Do you realize <laughs> yes, that? Every like, single time. Literally never gotten the <laughs> he has ball. The shoulder pad, the football pads <laughs> he on. Literally is playing football. Has, <laughs> cannot get in. It's so funny. <laughs> like, and they make Sanka seem like the one that would be right, like the clumsy ju- yeah. one or whatever. No, but. Junior cannot get his butt into yeah. this freaking thing, and it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate as well that um, <laughs> that he. Um, oh God, what was I going to say? I giggled to myself, and then I was. <laughs> with his dad or uh no i mean that wasn't that was it's one of those things like it was necessary but it was annoying mm-hmm. like he had to have his his like his growing up man sure. or whatever but i appreciate the relationship how it grew between him and um yule yule yeah um because i the one thing that didn't that happened that i wasn't expecting was that yule came around much faster than i thought he was going to i right. thought he was gonna like quote-unquote sabotage them at one point yeah like not he's like he's like i'm getting out of jamaica any way i can and if it's getting into a sled with you three dummies and that's the way it's gonna yeah, have to go i thought that we were gonna get a lot more like it's all about me not this team and they were gonna have to do like a kumbaya to get it all that's together just the way right. it is. <laughs> so i'm actually happy that that's not what happened yeah. um because it's it's always annoying to see that person like like have to have their come to Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. Like get over it. Right. Um. So I do like how Junior and um Yule's relationship blossom. blossom. Yes, mm-hmm. I do as well. You know you, what I see in that mirror? I see pride. I see power. I say about a mother. So don't take no clap <laughs> up on nobody. Um, no, yeah, Yule's something Yule's about a heap. <laughs> something about a heap of mess. <laughs> He's the honorable mention. He's my second favorite. Yule. Well, and with with that said, wait, who's your favorite? Sanka. Oh, okay, because you were talking about you. All righty then, ladies and gents, that is the perfect segue Whoa, to this week's battle. Bossa battle. Jamaican battle. Jamaican battle. Oh, yeah. All right, man. You are on an important journey. No, I'm joking. Okay. This is not Jamaican. Sorry, guys. That was my Jamaican. Merida? <laughs> is that you? <laughs> okay. So. Did it be on an important journey? <laughs> you are on an important and magical journey to greatness. Okay. Oh. But on your journey, you are tethered to a select few partners okay. okay the first one so we're going up mount everest because that's what it makes me think of and when yeah. you're tethered to someone you'll need all the help you can get okay. yeah. so you are on an important and magical journey <laughs> to greatness but on your journey you are tethered to grumpy from cinderella jimmy cricket <laughs> Stop! you mean snow, snow white, white. Whatever, Snow White. <laughs> did you Kay. write this yourself? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I did. He wrote this, guys. I'm so proud of him. No, keep going. Keep no, going. No, Go this ahead. is fantastic. Go ahead. All right. And then also with Grumpy, Jiminy Cricket from Pistachio. <laughs> Zazu from The Lion King. Man. And Sebastian from The Little Crustacean. <laughs> forming the Debbie Downer Dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> now, in this group, you have one slot open. If you had to choose one pick-me-up character, who would it be? Darius from Cool Runnings. Darius. Darius <laughs> from Cool Runnings or Joy from Inside Out. Ready? Go. Okay, so who's on my team again? <laughs> so I got Grumpy. Sebastian Grumpy. Uh, Pistachio. Uh, Jiminy from Jiminy Pistachio. Jiminy Cricket. And Zazu. And Zazu. Oh, okay. That's a bad group. And I can add Darius 
or I'm adding joy. one or am I getting rid of one? No, you're adding, adding one. You're adding you one. still got to go with the other Debbie Downers. Jiminy, you. Sebastian, Grumpy, and Zazu. Yep. Jiminy's not. So yeah, Jiminy is pretty uplifting, honestly. I think I think he brings a lot of hope to the to the team already. But those other three are Zazu's you know. a Debbie Downer. Grumpy's a Debbie Downer. Sebastian I can handle. You know what's hilarious is that I have called Louise Grumpy and Zazu on multiple occasions. Hmm. So hmm. Who do I want? Do I want Joy or do I want Doris? Yes. Yes. Um Joy can sometimes be a little too happy. Because she's only joyful. Well, so can Doris. Yeah. He was Doris. over here giving me like Swiss stuff. We ain't Swiss, dude. Yeah, Back it up. <laughs> he was hitting people on the head. Bag it up. Yeah. Ice Swiss. fine something. Uh, Ice fine drying. Doris is more optimistic than just straight up happy all the time, I think. You know, so like I think I think he'd he'd bring a lot of hope to uh to this journey that we're on. Whereas Joy would bring that same hope and optimism, but she'd also be like annoyingly happy. But I also think Joy would piss all of them <laughs> off except for Jiminy. Like, Doris can change his personality a little bit to like, no, Grumpy, I understand you. And Joy's just like, we're just happy all the time. Right. I don't Turn know. Turn that frown upside down. I'm gonna go with Doris. Am I correct in saying that she was like, like, only one emotion, right? Like, yes. she she was. They are their emotion. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember that she now. She is Joy. I'm going she learns different, but. Yeah. Okay. Doris. Therese, mic down. Um, yeah, I, I think I think I I agree that Therese. This is a hilarious one. Therese would be more helpful on this trip. And I would kick out Zazu. <laughs> you can't no, kick, I'd kick out, out Grumpy. Yeah, you know what, Zazu, he's just like a. He's he, a rule follower. It's like if you told him you were on a magical journey, you could like get him to yeah as cooperate. long as long as he's like down with. The direction that you guys are going in, he'll he'll probably be helpful. He's gonna sing the morning report, okay? I've got the lovely bunch of coconuts. Dee, 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 dee. I know that's not the morning report. Well, I don't, better I than don't the like morning the morning report. report. <laughs> I was not going to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think between Zazu, Jiminy, and uh, Doris, if I added him, we'd have a pretty good, hopeful team. Only being brought down by. Uh, grumpy and even even sebastian isn't like that much of a downer he's just hating on um legs which everyone <laughs> has <laughs> except for zazu doesn't have legs maybe our magical journey is to under the sea so <laughs> all right sebastian's we got, down we got Doris. i picked Doris. Doris, and we got Doris pretty much you're not even let me talk i'll just say Doris. yes <laughs> no, no, Doris, no, no. it is no i was saying for me what about you oh Doris is less annoying than Joy. Okay. I, Joy, I, in her own right, isn't annoying. Right. But, like, in this situation, I feel like could be very annoying. Yeah. I think Joy would be more likely to piss them off than Doris. That's why I picked Doris. And Doris might make them mad, too, but I yeah. feel like it's in a different way. Like, because it's like, give up! Yeah, I, I think I'm mainly picking Doris because... I just need to be a little bit more grounded on this adventure. I got too many crazy, wacky characters <laughs> on this ride. I don't need to add a joy, you know? It's already enough that Zazu and Sebastian are here. <laughs> I don't yeah, I'm know still trying to kick one out. Jamaicans. I'm still trying to kick one out. Six people yeah. on a journey. They're going to sing about Jamaica now. Only six people. Jamaica now. Sounds good. Jamaica, we never want to climb Mount Everest with these people. 
tethered to me. How dare they? They're all tethered. All right, I like it. Yeah, that was good, Lou. Good battle. Did you really read that yourself? Write that yourself? Uh, the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, I accidentally put Cinderella in there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that was hilarious. But that pistachio was is completely accurate. So that's great. Pistachio. Psychic battle. There was a lot of sidekicks. Oh, I thought you psychic. That too, I, I can like, read all of the vibes. So, battle. just so you guys know, before the podcast started, Luis is over here trying to write this out, and I see him on his phone writing like a paragraph, and I'm thinking to myself, like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be so long, right?" <laughs> and he goes, he he looks over at me, and what does he say, you guys? He said, "I can't remember the second one." Something. No, he goes. Oh, hey, Ems, what was the name of that character oh, from god. that movie with the girl and her hormones? <laughs> That's what he said. And I literally went, huh? And she's like, oh, yeah, inside out. I was like, what? There's no hormones. There's emotions. There's not hormones. <laughs> that movie with the girl and her hormones. I mean, I guess there are some hormones. No, but they're <laughs> emotions. <laughs> you guys, that's why you get married. So you have this, like, I know what you're trying to say. Go eat you no some idea. of that joy popcorn over there, Lou. Oh, yeah, we That'll give you some hormones. Oh, I hope not. Will it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Moving along. So I have a couple cool facts about this movie. Cool Actually, runnings. They're called breezy facts because it's cool running. Cool oh. breezy facts. <laughs> cool breezy facts. Apparently, this movie was originally supposed to be a drama, right? And it was going to be called Blue Maga. That, w- that was Maga? that was the working title. I don't I don't think it was ever actually going to be called. Oh that. well, apparently that is a Jamaican slang for in a state of great distress and starvation. So <laughs> whoa, Blue Maga. It was yeah. going to be. You know, lots of sports movies are dramas. So I'm happy this is truth. Not. Truth. It, it gives it a different um, vibe, which is really cool because, I mean, I know everyone likes Remember the Titans, but you can only have so much drama. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. Um, that movie's rough at some point. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Um, talk about something that talks about racism. Right, <laughs> like, yes, there you exactly. go. Um, apparently that there were multiple directors who tried to work on this project and two of them left. And then we ended up with the gentleman Turtle Lab. Turtle, Turtle Top. Tob. Um, Turtle top. <laughs> so, I mean, that's cool. He's the one who kind of took it more in a comedic direction, so that's really yes. cool. Um, apparently, Tupac, um, Jeffrey Wright, and Cuba Gooding Jr. all auditioned for the different roles, which is quite hilarious. Yeah. Um, and um, Ma- Malik Yuba, the one who played Yul Brenner, was really surprised that Wright um, didn't get the role. Um, so that's really interesting. And apparently that was Malik Yoba's first role. Like oh, that, really? He had never, um, never acted in anything. Before. He didn't have like an agent or even a headshot. He wow. just like, walked on set and was like, boom. <laughs> and apparently he's I'll been have on the best Jamaican accent <laughs> on this entire set. <laughs> For real, right? And so he apparently is a major role on the show The Empire. Um, so mm. like, you know, no, I apparently now like you wouldn't know the difference. Right. But he, yeah, that was his first role. Cool. Um, and cool thing about him is he actually wrote the theme song for this movie, the Jamaican bobsledding chant. Oh. He was the one who wrote that. Really? Uh huh. Wow. Um, he pretended that he was like improvising a song on, during his audition, and then they like wrote it down and was like and like, and, and use it. Yeah, and they recorded and it, which it. I think is hilarious. Music credit. Good for him, right? Boom, yeah. Um, and apparently, um, another acting thing, John Candy went out of his way to make this film. So, like, he took a pay cut because he was, like, really interested in this. You know, I was thinking that while I was watching this because, like, John Candy, he, he's, he, was, he was very famous while, while he was alive. And he had done, like, a ton of movies uh, fairly similar in this, in this vein where he played this guy that <laughs> nobody liked. And then he had to, like, pull him out of ruts and stuff like that. But, but this 
particular movie seemed like its budget couldn't afford him, right. you know, ne- mm-hmm. necessarily. So it's it's interesting that he that he ended up taking a pay cut for it. Yeah, and apparently, like he said that the film was going to be bigger than like Disney was even expecting. He was like, right. "This is going to be really big," and it, and it was, which it, was it, cool. It did well. And apparently, like if you think about it, this was based on the '88 Olympics, and it came out in '93, so right. it came out right after it had just happened. So basically. good for them. I mean, mm-hmm. usually those like take at least five, six, seven years for movies right. to come out to so even get a, a script written. Right? No, they mm-hmm. just they just went for it, um, it. which is I think it's pretty freaking cool. Um, <laughs> oh this is funny so dougie doug the yeah. guy who plays sonka he apparently totally cheated on his training regiment right <laughs> he like they told him what he was supposed to be doing and he did not do it classic sonka move <laughs> which is hilarious because in the movie he is totally not doing what everyone else is doing right like john candy's like picking him up like doing the whole the whole workout for him and apparently yoba um who plays yule outlifted everyone else which is exactly right. how he did in the movie exactly. so i think that's really funny that they were their characters exactly, in that way exactly yeah um in john this was john candy's last film that he appeared in before he uh, passed away really he passed away in 94 i think oh so um interesting i did not know that this was his final movie that's yeah. that's insane um so, so yeah um i talked about this a little bit earlier sonka's lucky eggs they were rubber what okay. did i say earlier plastic no, I think I think they say rubber. rubber. Yeah. Um. So apparently they were rubber, and he still has them, which mm. is a little weird. But what are you gonna do? Okay. Um, <laughs> um. This is really interesting. Apparently there was a mini protest on, on um. On, on the movie. On, on set, okay. I guess. Oh, okay. Um. The cast protested against um, <laughs> against the director because he wanted to have a scene where a spliff was in a snowman's mouth Uh. and all of them were like no this is a kids movie (laughs) we don't want we don't want to taint it with uh yeah and i don't think they wanted to associate jamaicans with a certain lifestyle and so even though they were talking about rasta that's not the only thing associated with that so Mm -hmm. they didn't want to to look like like everybody in Jamaica Expected was them just, too. yeah, just a, a marijuana fiend, right? Basically. So th- yeah. I think I think that was actually pretty cool. That yeah. the cast was like, nah, we ain't right. doing we're that. We're not having that, John Turtle Taub. Um, and then finally, they agreed that it would be okay without they, that the movie would be okay without that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much because they wouldn't do it. So I don't know what else. Like, <laughs> what was his option? I mean, okay, I guess. Um, I and guess apparently, that there was a Sonka sex scene too. Really? And they cut that out. Yeah. So Sonka, maybe maybe after that uh, that uh, that hoedown. The yeah, rodeo. he was gonna have. He was just gonna have a good time with a Scandinavian ski bunny. Nice. And uh, so they just changed it into them dancing and having yeah, a good I didn't time. need that. How the partner. Right, <laughs> which is good enough for me. Like we don't, we don't need to get, we don't need to get cray cray. Okay. Um. Yeah. So those are my, those are my fun facts. My, cool. my breezy facts. Your breezy facts. Breezy facts, man. Breezy. Um. Yeah. There, there, there wasn't a ton of information about the the production on this. Um. Hans Zimmer <laughs> did the music, though. Yeah. That that was a surprise to me. I I didn't. Um, I didn't expect to see Hans Zimmer's name show up on. Neither on did this I. Movie. Luis was like, "Look, it's Zimmer. It's very Zimmer's everywhere." It's very interesting the kind of movies that he did before he got like 
big, 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 crazy big. big. You know, because like I, I think I discovered him first on like Batman Begins and The Dark Knight mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then he did a bunch of other uh, Christopher Nolan movies, which are huge, big budget, gigantic movies. Well, and they're but, epic. I think right. that's why. Yeah, but he also did like The Lion King, which is also a pretty mm-hmm. big movie, <laughs> and that he won Oscars for and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But you know, back in the day, he was he was doing like uh, Muppet Treasure Island and yep. Cool Runnings and stuff like hey, that. Hey, Muppet Living Treasure Island, has the life. Prince of Egypt. You know, you know, he's still doing better than I would have been. So you'd go. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm just saying he's had a diverse career. The Prince yeah, of Egypt does. actually really had some really good music yeah. in it too. Mm-hmm. But um, it's funny though because his style that I identify him with is not found in those earlier movies. Right. And I wonder if it's just because he hadn't found his niche. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe he wasn't given a lot of freedom on his right. movies. Um, but when you listen to music like... Um, Pirates. Pirates. And even the Dark Knight series mm-hmm. as a whole, it is so deep and broad yeah. and and just full of life like it's it the music stands on its own and even just hearing it even if you're not watching the movie you feel things right yes. like i am like i'm thinking about like a very specific scene in batman where it you almost like can't you just get chills you're like oh my god this is great right, yeah when music evokes emotion like that it's you you have to assume it's someone good it's and impressive. it's almost it's almost always hans yeah nowadays <laughs> right you're like, who was that? Mm-hmm. Giacchino. No, right. yeah. it was Zimmer. It's either Giacchino <laughs> or Zimmer or John Williams. Johnny Dubs. <laughs> Johnny Dubs does good, too. Yeah. I haven't heard as much from him lately, though. But he does he's good. He's getting up there in years. Oh. He, he does. He's, he, he did the past few Star Wars. and um, Well, the past few Star Wars, no. Yeah. Well, the music was good. The music was good. Mm-hmm. Did you spit on your nubbin? No. Are you sure? Oh. I drip water on it. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, there was like a big old water, water on the equipment. <laughs> That's great. The big old wet spot on your nubbin. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It distracted me. I'm sorry. My nubbin. <laughs> it is yours. My, a lot of ownership over nubbins in this episode. <laughs> the nubbins are the things that cover the microphones, in case we hadn't explained that to you all, listeners. That um, was an early episode explanation. Yes. I'm so sorry. Nubbins. Uh, okay. Uh, let's, yeah, let's let's go to... Tomato money. Let's... <laughs> So this movie, I think, salsa. I think it has like a very big like cult following. Like I think, I think a lot of people from our generation and maybe a little people a little bit older, like really love this movie. Like Goofy movie has a cult following. Cool Runnings has a cult following. Right. Yeah. And a lot of and a lot of like older Disney movies have those kinds of following. Like almost every single one. But this one, this one has a really big cult following. So I, I was kind of expecting it to not have done too well when it originally came out. But it has a score of 76% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 81% audience score. Um, and I was reading that it, w- it was received fairly well when it, when it, when it first came out. Like, um, critics enjoyed it. You know, it's funny, too, because it was, it was more adult in theme than I was expecting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... Like just some of the language, not that it was like super bad or sure. anything, but I was it was just a little bit more adult theme than I was expecting. But when you think about it, they're adults. Yeah, this isn't a like it's not, a bunch of kids right. in a kids movie. It's a kids movie, but there's not. Yeah, when when there aren't a ton of kids around in the movie, yeah. I think I think that uh, filmmakers have feel that license to <laughs> to just keep going further than they normally would in a kids movie. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> when this movie came out, it um. It did very well. 
Michelle, stop falling asleep during the podcast. Cut it out. She uh, literally <laughs> had her head <laughs> leaning over, <laughs> eyes closed, and then I slapped her to wake her up. Right, which is the right move. Um, and Luis looked at me like I was evil. He didn't know she was sleeping, though. <laughs> you know what? Luis doesn't even talk, okay? <laughs> but he's awake. <laughs> hmm, I wonder why I don't talk. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, this movie had a budget of $15 million when it came out in, lot, in 93. No? Which is a fair amount, but it ended up making a cumulative worldwide gross of $154 million. So it made its money back and then some. It did well, only it did, a little. I mean, it did like 10 times as well as it did, no, you know? I was being sarcastic. Come on, get it. Get it. Cool runnings. Uh, so yeah, it did, it did very well in both money and audience score. What are we going to give it? Ratings. Let's not give a collective vote. We'll individually do this. Uh, ready? One, two, three. Uh. All right. Let me start off. Oh, I okay. will give it an eight. Eight out yeah. of ten. Yeah, it was. A g- don't get me wrong. It's a good movie. Uh, you know, it was. It, it was very comical. And for the first time, I really don't have a problem with like the you know comic relief in this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, but there's better, way better sports movies out there. Sure. Sorry, Michelle. You know, I just don't really watch sports movies in general, so I, I appreciate that because I don't either. Right, not um, my thing. But I'm gonna give this movie an eight and a half. I think it's great. That's probably a higher score than like the movie quality deserves. But it's comical. It makes me laugh. I would watch it again. Um, eight and a half. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give this movie a seven point five. Like I, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's it's very fun, but. I think, yeah, the, the quality of the film itself and even some of the quality of the acting. Like, I thought even John Candy was kind of, like, overdoing it a little bit That's at yep. some points. You know, especially during, like, his speeches to all, to all the guys and stuff like that. Um, See, I just feel like I accept that because it's an older movie. Right, And exactly. I'm like, oh, it's a silly sports movie. So I'm, like, fine with it. <laughs> silly yeah, sports silly movie. Silly sports movie. <laughs> Love and, it. And, you know... <laughs> Uh, Jamaican accents weren't weren't quite thick enough for my liking, so uh, seven point five is is the score that I'm giving it. Emily, don't be mad. I'm giving it a seven. No, that's fine. How dare you? <laughs> uh, I say seven because I don't feel like I would ever say let's watch Cool Runnings again. What? No, I don't think I would. Oh, and and so if we good. and if we do watch it again, I don't think that I would. Like see something new that like re sparks my interest. Right, Even yeah. when Abby um, was dancing, oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys um, aren't on Instagram, you need to yep. be because um, the pod. <laughs> I re- recorded her when we had the movie on, and she was dancing like getting it. To she all the was music. about the music. Yeah, she yeah. totally loved it, um, which was quite. It brought a lot of joy to my heart. I started singing it today, and she was dancing in her stroller. Yes, yeah, she was. She was like, yeah. She totally digs it, <laughs> um, but. The depth, um, like I said, I don't need it to be a drama, but just the depth of the the characters mm-hmm. just left me not particularly caring where they were going. So I feel like it could have been a little bit more um, thought out in that way. Word. Okay, so you gave it a seven. <laughs> yep. <laughs> seven is what it is. All right. Well, guys, that's been it for, uh, for Cool Runnings. Well. We enjoyed it. It's time to get your accents ready. Uh-oh. What's happening you, next week? You don't want to know. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> what, Maybe you do. What don't I want to know? <laughs> if you had the chance to change your fate, <gasps> would you? <ya? laughs>
what we're doing, brave. 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 Three brave. little bears. Yes. Um, Turn it to a three little bears. Story of a Scottish redhead. Louise, I thought you'd be more excited. <laughs> it's your birthday month. You picked this. Oi, lasse. Oh, boy. That my arm. Yeah. So September is Luis's um, birthday month, and he chose our movies. But if... <laughs> and the first one he chose was... But if... Yes. <laughs> you know, because he's always doing that accent. But if... 2012's Pixar film, Brave. Princess. Pixar. Pixar princess. <laughs> brave. Um, yeah, so check us out for uh, next week. For My lips hurt from doing For Brave. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, that's it for us this week, you guys. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. If you want to keep up with us in the uh, the intervening days until our next episode, go to at the Walt Vault Pod on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Instagram is where the, all the action is happening. Download that one. Uh that's where you can keep up with us. You'll be able to vote in our monthly uh, fan votes and talk to us and tell us how much you enjoyed the episode or how much you hate all of our dumb Jamaican accents. Um, if you want to talk to us, you can send us a DM on any of those platforms or you can send us an email to contact at the We may read your message on the show. You actually have to send an email for that to happen, though. Please pretty please uh if you want to support the show there's a couple ways to do that the first one and the best one is just to click subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on right now we are on everything we're on youtube we're on stitcher google play and itunes just click subscribe you can also leave us a rating or a review those help as well hit that subscribe button hit the subscribe button if you want to help take us that out. subscribe button and push it oh man <laughs> <laughs> Push it good. <laughs> push it real good. You Disney. can also push the link on the waltvaultpod.com slash Amazon to shop on Amazon. Yeah, that, man. that helps us out a lot. Um, you can just shop like normal, and then a small piece of your purchase is contributed to a us. A small piece of the purchase. At no additional cost to <laughs> you. You're dead, Andre? It's a win-win. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> the final way you can help us out is to go to patreon.com slash Vault. Become a Walt Vault patron and get access to our after show, A Crack in the Vault, where we talk about uh, some more adult aspects of this of these Disney movies and just other general content. Uh, you can go there and support us for as little as a dollar or more. Uh, I also post my stream of consciousness notes. It's basically like I'm live tweeting a movie, except it's all in one uh, document. Uh, you guys, that is it for us this week. Join us next week for Brave. That's it. The Vault. Is closed? Is that what I say? <laughs> the vault has been sealed. Closed. The vault is now closed. Closed. <laughs> <laughs>